ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. Interstiffled. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. He scores. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's the call from Syracuse alum, Jason Horowitz. Have we come up with a name for this thing yet? What do you call the dumbest play in NFL history? Thankfully, uh, his team was on the right side. Let's bring him in, folks. Uh, Former contestant on the spectacular ESPN show Dream Job. He is a Syracuse alum. He is a terrific uh, studio host for Westwood One. Now the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders. Jason Horowitz on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Jason, how you doing, bud? Ax, man, I'm good. Uh, what do you call the dumbest play? In- I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you call it 39-year-old man cracks his voice twice, and Sean McDonough congratulates him on sounding like Sean McDonough. <laughs> so, I, I love it. I- something like that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't blame you, because when that happens, like – I was saying this before you came on, Jason. As a play-by-play guy, you try to be ready for everything. You're so prepared throughout the week. Football is the perfect sport. You get a week to prepare for it. You're like, okay, I think I'm ready for anything. No way in the world you're ready for that. So it's just a natural reaction. And this is what you hear sometimes. McDonough is a great example of that. When you're so excited that your voice just reaches an octave you didn't even know it could. I mean, just take us through that moment and what the it was like in the booth. We certainly heard the call. What was, what was it like in the moment to see something like that play out before your very eyes? The Raiders, about an hour ago, put it out on Facebook. Uh, video where um, you can see there's a, there's a GoPro in the booth. So you can kind of see what's happening. And basically, I'm just jumping up and down. And when he scores, my arms go up in the air. So it was like a full... It was a full body explosion of of vocal lyrics, really. Um, when 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 Chandler Jones actually scored, and you know, like the reality of this season for the Raiders, particularly the last six weeks, we've had two overtime walk off wins: uh, the Devontae Adams thirty five yard touchdown grab in Denver, the Josh Jacobs eighty six yard touchdown run in Seattle, then last Thursday night Baker Mayfield. Nine seconds to go after a 98-yard drive and just an unthinkable, unexplainable loss. Um, blown 17-point leads three times. They have tied the NFL record with most double-digit halftime leads that they have lost a single season. And to be honest, it seemed like it was going to be another one, right? They were up 17-3 to at the half. And when Stevenson scored a 34-yard touchdown run with like 340-something to go, I actually thought that was my best call of the day. It, was, it had a little bit of the disappointment. It was excited at the same time. But it summed it all up. It's like it happened again. The lonely happened again. And so you throw all that in there, the fact that the Keelan Cole touchdown was reviewed for like six minutes, and that had just happened so all of those things really spiral out of control into something that's just unthinkable. 
Jason, everything you just described, like you could do 25 years as a play-by-play guy and not see any of that. You've I'll seen it all. I'll never have a season like this. <laughs> I oh, Brent, I'll, I'll never, I should quit. I was going to say, I to... walk away. You're never going to have another season like this. I mean, it's a great gig, but I just it's not going to get – I mean, the only way it could get better, of course, is if you call a Super Bowl or things of that nature, things you know you can kind of you know aspire to do. But like you have seen stuff, even in a, in a sports world, that is so unpredictable that – if I said to my listeners, okay, here's what's going to happen on uh, if, on Friday. If I said, here's what's going to happen this weekend, they would have laughed me out of the room. But I guess that's what sports brings to the table. And the fact that it was a Syracuse guy on the call and a Syracuse guy that made the play ultimately in Chandler Jones, like how sweet is that? Pretty cool. I like Chandler. Um, Chandler had some tears coming down his eyes. We talked, you know, he's not in the call. It's like three, four, five, six minutes later. After he does the interview with Fox on the sidelines, as he's walking back to the locker room, TV had a close-up, and, and he, was, he was extremely emotional. Look, this has not been a great season for Chandler Jones. He's played well the last three, four weeks, but he was heavily criticized the first eight, nine games of the season because they paid him to come from Arizona. Heading into the year, he had the most sacks of anybody in the NFL since he entered the league in 2012. And had like no statistics the first eight, nine games of the season. And against the Chargers, he had three sacks in the first half. He recovered a fumble that he forced uh, against the Rams. So, like, he's made some big plays the last three weeks. And and that is a play for what, you know, I don't know what his future career is going to be. I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know what he's going to finish up when it's all said and done statistically. But Chandler Jones just had a play that will be remembered in forever in in NFL history, that's got to kind of spill out at the end there. Jason Horowitz is our guest. He is the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, boy, speaking of Syracuse guys, you're out there. I don't know if you ever crossed paths with Dan Duva, who is the voice of the of Golden <laughs> Knights. There's another Syracuse guy there. So you know, Noah Eagle was on the call of the Vikings Colts game. I mean, there's Syracuse guys all over the play by play world, but a lot of you are out there seeing history this weekend and. I wanted to ask about you, Jason. I mean, we said, I mean, you've had a hell of a first year calling Vegas Raiders games, but just what's it been like to step into that booth, call games for that franchise? Uh, they just moved into that, I, I love what they call it, the Death Star out in Vegas, and just the whole experience that you are now a part of out there in Vegas. Well, don't forget who I replaced, too, Brent. Um, you know, Brent Musburger was the voice of the Raiders for the four years before I took over. And if you're thinking of the, you know, the history of sports announcers, that people who, at least, you know, my generation, when you went to Syracuse, um, we watched, particularly with football, Keith Jackson, Graham Musburger, uh, you know, you can throw whoever you want, but those guys, and so replacing a legend like that um, made it something that, frankly, I was very nervous for. I didn't, you know, the Raiders fans have not had a lot of play-by-play announcers on the radio. They've had the Hall of Famer Bill King. Um, they had uh, another Syracuse guy in Greg Papa, who they loved for 20 years, and then they had Brent. Oh, that's that's a pretty massive lineage to try and follow, and it just so happens that, like my, you know, I'm an energy guy, and and that's never been fake. It's never been forced. It's all pretty natural, and so. I think the excitement and the youthful exuberance has just kind of come out all year. I'm not, I, I, I enjoy it. It's all fun. 
it has certainly been, it's not loosey-goosey, it's important, I know what it means to people, but I also realize this is an enjoyment. We get to do an enjoyment for a career, and that is super special, and we are very lucky to do that. When we go back to your time here at Syracuse, and I always love to bring up Dream Job, when you and, and Anish, uh, our friend Anish Roff, were on that show, to see that come full circle, and now you're both in your first year as voices of particular NFL teams, Anish with the Carolina Panthers, I mean, there's another story you can't write right there. I, I didn't even look. Did you guys even play? Carolina this year. I mean, I can't wait till that and, happens if and when. And and and, I, and next year we play the NFC North, and the one NFC crossover will be in the West. So unless it's a preseason game, we he and I won't cross over next year either. Uh, I believe it will be two years from now. I believe his exact text. So he and I text every now and then, um, and and we've had crossover games with opponents, so we share notes and things like that. But I believe his exact text, I actually can't say the word, so it was just letters. <laughs> and it, they basically were WTF with like 17 question marks. <laughs> um, I'm sure you and, got 100 and, texts like that. Uh, but like, oh, Anish is killing it down in Carolina. They've had a, tur- he's had a, the team has had a tumultuous season that they're turning around. And, and the reality for his team, because they're in the NFC South, at five and nine, they're only a game out of the playoffs. You know, uh, and they still get to play Tampa Bay, who's in front of them and the rest of the division. So his team might, with a losing record, wind up in the postseason. Uh, and I don't know where we'll be. We have to win all three to finish this out. But no, it's it's been pretty awesome. There's Syracuse guys all over the league. There's, um, you know, there there have been people who I've sought out every every game to make sure I introduce myself. Bob Sosi, who is the voice of the Patriots, is a wonderful guy. Um, and, and his call, you know, for the losing end of yesterday, mm-hmm. his call was fantastic. And, uh, you know, the, I'm sure, I don't know how it played in New England, but Scott Zolak, I believe, in the Bob's call said something like, this is the dumbest team ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly which, what he said, yep. So, like, which is really hard because Bob kept it really professional and did a, you know, he, it wasn't a homer. It was you, you heard the amazement of something that was happening that was absolutely incredible, but also with a disappointment. And, and and then you get that this is the dumbest team ever. <laughs> Fantastic. Jason, we know you're on dad duty yourself here, so we'll let you go. I really appreciate you making a few minutes for us back here. Continued luck and success to you. Like I said, you may never call anything like that again the rest of your life, but you got to do it. We're happy for you. We're thrilled for you. We'll catch up down the road, but thanks for carving out a few uh, minutes for us today, my friend. Yeah, man. Talk to you soon, man. There he is, Jason Horowitz, folks. He's the voice of the Vegas Raiders and Scott Zolak did say it in the Patriots call. It's the dumbest team ever. That was the dumbest play in NFL history. I mean, what in the freaking world were the Patriots doing? Go to overtime. It's a tie. They didn't even need to do that. It's a tie game. And everybody involved, I'll give them somewhat credit in the post game. pretty much owned it, right? Nobody came in there and said, I don't know what happened. They're like, nah, I tried to make, I tried to be the hero. I tried to make the play. You know, of course, Belichick and his Belichick. Or I think they're literally on to Cincinnati again in this case. But, you know, we made a mistake on that play, and uh, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But that's what makes that even more stunning. I mean, that that play on its own is as dumb as it gets. The fact that it happened to Bill Belichick and the Patriots in a situation they didn't. It's one thing if it's desperation and you have to do that. Go to overtime. 
right? And what did Jacoby Myers think he was accomplishing by throwing the ball back to Mac Jones anyway? <laughs> Just sports, right? You got to love it. We'll break on that note. Uh, we'll recap what was a crazy NFL weekend on top of that. Syracuse football has got a new defensive coordinator. We started to hear about this Friday, became official uh, over the weekend. So much to do. We haven't even touched on SU hoops yet. We're just rolling, baby. On the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. We're back after this.